Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch the Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We thank you for listening today and hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about heating, air conditioning, and a little bit about curling. But most important, we'd love to answer your questions, so please send them in to inchbyinch at peterinch.ca and we will answer them on the next Saturday show. How's Mr. Gilbert? I'm good, thank you. Uh, volunteers for the briar are up to 82% filled. Oh, so we so only have... want to volunteer... Now you better get on it. Yeah, yep. better come and see us. Yes. Um, the and tickets, of course, are on sale. You can even you can even get the championship weekend. Still. And next Saturday, uh, we're going to be down at Ribfest. And so uh, you'll be able to give the street curling a try if you like. Yes. And from uh, Sunfest to Ribfest, here yep. we come. Make sure that everybody's happy and uh, enjoying I'll be, that. I'll be happy if I'm just sitting there eating ribs, actually. Well, you'll get a chance. Will now, I? you better order them, come back and work street curling, and then go pick them up. Because <laughs> yeah, but then they'll be gone. So we'll have jumped in line and taken my ribs. Well, there's usually a line up there, that's for sure. Yeah. And we're up to 617 people, so we're up uh, four from last week. 617, pushing so, to the 1,000. Let's yeah. go, people. So we will want to make sure we get up there. Now, it's been a little hot this week. Really hot. I mean... Um, the sun is really intense, and then obviously with that came the humidity. So the humid X pushed things way up, and uh, very uncomfortable outside. I mean, I go. I was doing uh, an install visit the other day, and uh, poor uh, poor Jordan was outside. He was absolutely covered, like his shirt was wringing wet because uh, it looked like he'd been caught in the rainstorm, but it wasn't. It was just the heat and humidity. Yeah. Yeah. Drink lots of water. Yes. Gatorade. Get some of that electrolytes back in you. Yeah. Uh, but it is it's a tough time of year for the guys out there working. Yes. And I was even out helping on a water heater. You know, I got the runners down, the kits in, got the pump hooked up to drain the water heater. It's good to know that I, you're uh, stepping up to help out with installation. The guys would be really thrilled about yeah, that. I was yeah. there, and then they came. I went, okay, see you. <laughs> I got there a little earlier than them due to truck troubles, so we yes. were working through that. That's good. Um, the the thunderstorms have rolled through. I see some people have had power outages. Yeah, there's been some really severe weather, um, you know, a lot of tornado warnings in the area, and uh, so uh, that's, that's pretty critical. So, you know, pay attention to that. My phone went off last night. Uh, with an alert and uh, saying that there's a tornado warning in the area so uh, just be mindful of those things and um, you know that they send those out for a reason so uh, don't be caught in one my phone went off yep my tv went off yep and then my home phone went off your home phone how does that work well it phoned i answered it and it says there's tornado warning in your i'm thinking really (laughs) Well, so, apparently, but, they, apparently they wanted to get your attention. Yeah, they, they figure the people who have home phones don't have cell phones. Ah, uh, oh. it could be. Yeah, yep. they got to cover all bases. But yep. I got notified three times, and I'm still looking outside for the tornado. But I nice, didn't see it. nice. So didn't, yeah. 
but that will help green up the golf course a little bit. So Hickory Ridge, you know, my balls won't run as far as they've been running and won't have a good as, as good a st- score as I've been getting. It's true. And, and clearly my phone was working, so that was a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, what happened to your phone, Steve? <laughs> what, what happens when you're in a kayak? Well, you know, sometimes, um, sometimes when you're in a kayak and you get a little adventurous, uh, sometimes, you know, things happen. And uh, I was in Port Bruce upriver and um, actually quite a ways. I was about eight kilometers upriver and things kind of tightened down then. So, um, yeah, I just in one, one particular part of the uh, river, I, uh, I upset the kayak. And that means I roll over. So, yeah. And then when I got out... Uh, and I'm standing there up to my chest in water, I realized my phone was nowhere to be found. So little did I know that the Samsung S20 is waterproof, and like it sat at the bottom of the river for at least 10 minutes until I finally stepped on it, because I was looking for it. I finally stepped on it and found it and picked it up, and lo and behold, it still works. Isn't that amazing? It's still, right? Amazing for you. <laughs> Yeah, and it actually was kind of nice. I cooled myself off. Um, yeah, everything worked great after that, yeah. So, so let's picture this. You play baseball and you get a concussion. Yes, yeah. You kayak, you almost drown. No. Because you flipped it over and, you, and you know. It, I mean, if you're in a kayak and you don't flip it over, then you're not kayaking. I mean, it's just one of those things. That's what the. That's why they're called kayak. I mean, they are, they can be tippy and you just, you just. I mean, it's great. I mean, it was refreshing, actually. Quite refreshing. Except for the part about the phone. Yeah, that was a bit disheartening. And, you know, and I'm sweating it out at Mural Fest while you're paddling and yeah. getting cooled yeah. off in the water. And staying in shape. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, physical fitness. That's what I'm well, all I about. Was, I was throwing those rocks. You were, under, you were under the tent having ice cream when I showed up. What are you talking <laughs> okay. about? Well, it just happened to be an ice cream vendor there. Yes, and I thought, you know, I would get a small one, but I thought they'd only fill it up to the like the oh, top so you of ordered the cup. The large. So I ordered the large, but I, little did I know it was the cup plus, plus. that much more. So, so yeah, uh, but it was a nice strawberry sundae. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. And two other people went and got it after I got mine. So well, when I showed up, uh, I certainly ran into Ray and Mary Parks, saw them, and then I uh, also had the opportunity to stop by. Uh, smoking Shazis and had myself a sausage and then had an ice cream. Yeah, and yeah, I see he's uh, he's out in a boat, whether he's at home hardware or uh, different places. So yeah. make sure you get out and try it. And then I had the opportunity to uh, to play Laura Neal, you know, the uh, half half of our uh, double, mixed doubles team that we sponsor, and I promptly uh, won that game. You're sure? I think she won. That, no, she did not win. <laughs> That's what I posted. Was, oh, did you? Yeah, I'm sure I, you did post that, but that's not what happened. <laughs> no, it was, uh, and it was a little sticky. Yes. Than the um, uh, when we had it down at Sunfest, I think it's starting to get wore in. You might hear say. that the humidity affected it. Who knows, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah, but it, because we were on pavement downhill, and I still, but I, I got my draw weight. I was good. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, at, at Ribfest, we'll be on pavement or cement as well. Make it. Uh, a little more level. Yes. It'll be good. No, it was a lot of fun. And the mural at the curling club in St. Thomas just looked fabulous. Awesome. It's not my art. Not your taste of art? Art, but 
it you know they did a great job and it's got to be a hundred feet long did you get some uh people have been complimenting you we've had people compliment we even had vendors say that that was a great time that they had there a lot of fun everybody was friendly and you know they really enjoyed being a vendor there was like a a couple of people so it was great I, I was happy the way it went I couldn't I didn't stay that long I mean I was gone all morning kayaking and then you know then I had to go home and and wash my kayak off get all the <laughs> silt off it and yeah yeah and then go for a nap uh no I didn't no I didn't go for a nap I, I had stuff to do cut the grass you know that kind of stuff yeah the grass how big is your have grass? a shower because I had to get uh I had to get uh you kind of blew off the grass there now, your backyard is rock because you filled that all in with Because of the dogs, yes. So your front yard would be what? Uh, you know, it's probably about as big as this boardroom table. <laughs> <laughs> and so how do you cut it? I've i got to get the weed whipper out. i got to get my lawnmower out. You know, it, it takes time. It takes is it time. gas or electric? Electric. A electric, little electric I drive lawnmower. a hybrid car. I have an electric <laughs> lawnmower and an electric weed whipper. There you go. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and a hundred foot extension cord? Or no, it's battery. It's, it's oh, all it's charged. battery. Yeah. Oh, okay. Even my even my lawnmower's battery. It works great. Yeah. Yeah. What brand? Ryobi. Ryobi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice try. Yeah. 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 Once you go electric, you know you, you just got to start changing everything. Yeah. Well, I'll just stick. You'll with stick it. with your gas. Yeah. I know. I know you will. I know. I know. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. And we will be right back after these short messages. Well, welcome back to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Um, We've got some questions that have come in. Uh, we've had, uh, I took a call on, uh, night was it Tuesday night, uh, from a customer who their air conditioner had iced up in all that hot weather, and they said it was just, uh, you know, it was working fine up until then. Um, so we asked them to check their filter. Right. And unfortunately, the filter was plugged. And that caused a problem with their air conditioner and so they had to turn that off for 24 hours yes to and which they weren't very happy with and they had a a special needs child that needed air conditioning but i said if you don't do this you're going to be right back to the situation you're in right so um i mean the uh, importance just of filters right and and not just that um uh craig was out uh the other day doing an ac maintenance and it had side panels on and you, you can't tell how dirty that air conditioner was, but it was completely matted with, uh, with debris that it pulled in through those louvers, and you can't see it, so you think it's fine. But that it's like, a, it's like having a plug filter. Your air conditioner just can't do anything with the heat, and you end up with a freeze-up. Well, and even the, um, after I, I installed that water heater, you know, I put the whole thing in myself. Yes, yes, I, that's what the guy said, yes. I yeah. went over to the other install to drop Kenny off, and um, they had pulled the what I call the green monster, the a little keep right, great keep right units. Yes, and uh, I looked at it, and the coil was plugged. Yeah, and I just said to to the guys, "This is why that air conditioner has broken down. Yeah, is the coils get 
covered. Nobody cleans it. It was under a great big bush. I yep. think they had to trim half the bush away yep. to put the new unit in. But and uh, it's that, and it's in an area you'd never go to. Right. So it's not something you walk by and see on a regular basis. So you don't think about cleaning it. Yeah. Right. Yes. But you should, you know, almost once a month, go over and give it a wash. And, yes. You know, even on the ones that have the louvers on. Yes. You try to shoot up into it and, and wash it down a little bit to get it. And especially if you live by trees that give a lot of fluff off. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've when we were golfing, you'd be walking down the fairway and it'd look like it was snowing. Yes. Just from the pollen, the pollen and ev- yes. everything tree, coming off. tree fluff, yes. So definitely check that. Give it a good wash. We want to make sure that. And, and you know, and when it's not so hot, those air conditioners can kind of limp along. But once the heat really hits, I mean, it can it'll it'll cripple them. And another lady, same thing, had to freeze up. But then when uh, when when Josh went out, uh, it was a refrigeration problem. So it it, it, uh, it she needed to replace it. Now, our, now we've kind of talked about this, but it says we are visiting your company's display at Sunfest a few weeks ago. And by the way, love those flashy shirts. Yes, the flashy shirts. The staff was wearing. And our kids, for the first time, were introduced to curling. Um, will you have your inflatable curling rink at any other events this summer? They want a sibling playoff. <laughs> so, uh, as we were saying before, we are going to be at Rib Fest next weekend. And uh, that's uh, going to be the long weekend. So, that's the weekend. Uh, it's even on the Monday, August 1st. So it's uh, an extended um, weekend. So we will be at Ribfest. We will have the inflatable curling game there. And so, um, and I expect we will be just as busy at Ribfest as we were at Sunfest. And then we're going to visit out in the country. To we're going to go to Dorchester to Pet Fest. Yeah, yes. I think it's August 20th. Yeah, so if you've got pets, and I don't think your children count as pets, maybe you do. Um, and then you can come to Pet Fest, and the curling display will be there as well. And we should congratulate the Ingersoll Curling Club. Yeah, we just got that announcement yesterday. That's great news. Yep, they're going to have the Ontario Men's Tankard and the Ontario Women's Scotties. 2024. 20, so we'll have the Briar in 2023, and the next year we'll have the Ontarios in Dorchester. So great news you know all those ingersoll curlers you want to come to pet fest and give the outdoor rink a try yeah be great uh, you know maybe we can rent it to them maybe we can see how but if that's if i win it at the uh, patch oh right yes because the uh the, after the travels around all summer and we wash it it will then be going into the patch right so you can play it while the briar's on and i understand i haven't got total confirmation because you know if it's true i'll be doing a practicing whenever i can on it but they're going to have a tournament and the winner of the tournament gets the inflatable street curling is that a fact yeah so i'll have to work a little hard make sure that i got a chance Hmm. is that called inside inside trading information could (laughs) be a little inside information but you know that means you know i can practice too so it will be, uh, you know, after they close the patch down, I'll have like six hours oh. before <laughs> it opens up to, yeah, to work at it. Yeah, but you know what they should do is that then on the day of the final tournament, 
they bring in the new rocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody just throws them. Everybody's through. whacking them off the back. <laughs> yeah, yes, because yeah. the new rocks came, and the ball bearings are even faster, or yeah. grease them, or greased. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just to throw, just to change the ice surface, right? Put yep. a different pebble down and mess everybody up. Put a deflate what you one know, side, like, yeah. So it's really tilted. You yeah. gotta, you gotta throw that. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. We're reading way too much into this. <laughs> Um, at a call or uh, email come in says I noticed my humidifier it says summer slash winter is it important to switch it uh, yes it well it really is otherwise that really that switch wouldn't be there if number one but um, you don't want um, if that if that is left open then the what you're doing is you're recirculating cold air f- around that humidifier and uh, instead of forcing it up through the coil and so it's just a, it, you know, it's designed to only have air going through it in the winter time when you want humidity. Otherwise, it should be left closed in the summer. So it's just one of those things you do when you turn your air conditioner off. You should close that flap to the summer position, and uh, then there'll be no troubles. And it's just a little damper. Yep. A lot of them will have a black handle. Yep. That you turn. Some will have a what three inch metal handle oh man you're going way back yes well that's where i'm from way back but it will have a metal handle welcome to 2022 where the new product has an internal damper on it yes it's good and you just (laughs) turn it turn it one says winter one says summer yeah and you and this time of year you should be getting a new humidifier pad pad. yep get a pad then you're all set ready to go and and so that you're not pulling any air through there that you know getting the Bacteria, yes, carried into the air. The Legionella house. virus, yeah. yes, all that nasty stuff. So we yep. want to make sure we get that all clean. Yeah. Now, uh, call, uh, this one is: I bought a second fridge, and I'm putting it close to the furnace. Is it okay to plug it into the receptacle on the furnace? Well, only if you don't want things to work. <laughs> <laughs> so that receptacle. Uh, for the furnace is meant for accessories like air cleaners or condensate pumps. They're not meant for power tools or uh, refrigerators or microwaves or anything of that nature. Um, if you if you were to uh, pop that, I mean, you're gonna the, the board's gonna turn off and your furnace is gonna turn off and your air conditioner is gonna turn off. It's not designed for that. It's designed for accessories. So please do not use that find another receptacle um, within your basement because that furnace circuit is dedicated all by itself from the panel and it's only got a 15 amp breaker and uh, yeah I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't do it and you could blow the fuse in on the, the board furnace, yeah on the board yes. which is not one that you can pick up at any hardware store. no no you're gonna be making a service call to have someone come out and do that so and and we you know a lot of times uh, people will plug the water heater in because it's right beside the furnace. Yeah, that's a bad thing, too. And uh, yeah. if the Electrical Safety Authority comes by, they will infract that. And not to mention, the new ones are arc fault. So, I mean, think of it this way. Like, everything could shut off. So your arc fault, if you had a power outage, arc fault doesn't reset. Uh, then your fridge is going to shut off, and maybe you've got some food in there which is going to spoil because it didn't reset when the furnace came back on. You think everything's hunky-dory, but then you go downstairs and you open your fridge and, whoa, what happened? Yeah. Freezies. 
Yeah, Thawsies is what it is. <laughs> Thawsies. <laughs> at that point. So. You're listening to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca, and we will be right back. Well, welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Earlier in the show, we were talking about weather and thunderstorms and power outages. What, you know, if the power is going to go out or if it's flickering, what should we do with our air conditioner? Well, these days, um, it's not quite as imperative as it used to be. But, I mean, if if the, if kind of like your computer system, if you knew that there was going to be um, lightning in the area or something going on like that, you may just want to, you may want to just turn it off Um like your computer, you're going to want to unplug your computer from the network um, just because you could get a power surge down the line, in which case um, there are surge protectors you can get these days, which will protect that stuff. You can get you can get panel surge protection, which uh, protects your panel from, from power coming down like a lightning strike on the power line and light and traveling down can really cause a lot of trouble, can blow up computers, televisions. Um, air conditioner compressors all kinds of stuff can happen so I mean there are panel protectors panel surge protectors which you know you could contact an electrician uh, who could certainly look after that for you and put panel protection in and that should help you but so you know you you need to you could turn your air conditioner off just to stop that from happening the thing about air conditioning is that if it's running and the power goes off and then comes back on again. If you don't have time delay, you're probably going to, the breaker probably could pop like it would on a refrigerator. So the idea is, it's just to protect the compressor. Most most of the new thermostats we're putting in these days are smart technology, so they have time delays built into them. So they know that if the power is off and comes back on again, that air conditioner is probably not going to start for the next five minutes uh, just so that the compression in the refrigeration lines equalizes and it doesn't you know your compressor just can't try to push against that that pressure which is built up in the line and sometimes will pop a breaker so so the antique ones like myself yeah you know so you'd want to you'd want to turn it off yeah yeah but uh, the newer if you have a smart thermostat you're probably okay with the delays that are built into them and now if you get a lightning strike that's something entirely different. Yeah, that, that that can that can that can take out a whole bunch of things in your house. Yeah, and computer boards, both in the air conditioner and in the the furnace and, and televisions and all that stuff. Yeah. If it comes down, which is you know that's why one of the reasons why they want you to put uh, things on power bars too is because there's surge protection in those. It would protect your television per se if it if it came down the electrical line, it would stop at the power bar and not get to your TV, but. Well, and our good friend John Phones can install a whole panel surge protection. Yep, yep. in there that panel can, surge. Yep, can protect a lot in your whole or whole home, I guess. Yep, surge protection. So all that stuff is available. Yeah, yeah. So it's something to look at. But just you know, what I always say: be prepared. Make sure you know what you've got to do. You know, I unplug my TV because I couldn't live without TV. You know, I, I, I wouldn't get, you know, pickers and can't all those your, great Can't shows. see blue bloods. Blue blood. yes, yeah, yeah. All that. It would just know, be I, the end of the world. It actually. would be. Yes. What would I do? 
I mean, when Rogers went out for a day, like, holy. Wow. Lucky my grass needed cutting. (laughs) (laughs) And your neighbor's grass. And the other neighbor's grass. Yeah, there's Peter with his riding lawnmower. Burning fuel, just cutting grass. Well, the neighbors are going to have a street party. Are they? Today. So, you know, after the show here, I'll be heading down, uh, walking down the street. Having a party? Now, is it a garage sailing party? Just it's an oh, entertainment. It's a party just... to get to know there's a bunch of new neighbors that moved in. and just well, That's to what a great idea that is, right? Everybody so they know who they are. And, you know, I'll be handing out business cards. All right. Is Tundra going to be accompanying you? Ooh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> They'll go, oh, that's the guy with that dog. With a, with a white dog that doesn't shut up. All yeah. she does is bark all the time. Yeah. No. No, she's still on the City of London bylaw list, so we have to keep her inside. And City of London bylaw list. Yeah, I, I, did I miss that? I got well. I got a, a letter in the mail from the City of London that your dog was barking. A neighbor has complained, and they have now given them a um, what do you call it? A book to record when it barks, and then they will determine if it is. Uh, too much and if it is then they will ask you to remove the dog or put the dog down are you absolutely serious no no that's exactly what i got okay so you don't know who the neighbor is no so i'll be scoping up the neighbors you know i'd be taking the dog on the let's greet the neighbor party because (laughs) the person that goes that's the dog you know that they're the neighbor Yeah. yeah so but yeah it's uh you know, and and again, you have to let the dog out sometimes. And if you just get rid of the rabbit, you know, who's ever got the rabbit that lets it run around the backyards, you know, all of a sudden she runs out and sees the rabbit and starts barking. So Yeah, or a squirrel. Yeah, so now I try to go out and scare the rabbit away, you know, and then let her out, and then she's sniffing and doesn't bark. You just need a slingshot, right? Well, then I be, might be up in court for killing a rabbit. No, no. I mean, there's coyotes that take care of rabbits. Yeah, well, we're. It's it's just it's a sad thing. I mean, it's it's too bad that you know that uh, that I didn't know that you could do that. That, that yeah. a neighbor could complain about a dog and and they won't tell you who. Like I said, just you know, tell me the neighbor and I'll go talk to him about it. Well, it's but, not like you leave her out all the time. She's no. just out for short periods of time. Yeah, but well, that's unfortunate. Yep. That's, so. And really, it'd be nice if the neighbor just came and talked to you about it, right? Yeah. Exactly. And, and if there's a time they're sleeping, well, okay, I'll try to adjust my schedule to go around that so that they don't have to worry about it. Yeah, but, that's unfortunate. Oh, yep, well. a lot of people come by and say, where's your dog? And, you know, when I'm cutting the grass now, it's inside because I can't hear it. So, but they are all look for it. So, poor Tundra. Yes, poor Tundra. Yeah, now I have to vacuum even more. Right, because she's shedding. I don't know how she can possibly shed because you keep your house at sixty-eight degrees. So yeah. she it's it's winter all the time at your house. I don't I don't I don't get it. Yeah, I walked in that real humid, like the the heat. Yes, I walked in. Woo, it is a little chilly in here. You walked in your house and found it cold. Yeah, really. Yeah, it was like a wall. Like you were walking into a freezer. I went wow. Now after I was in there for a few minutes, it didn't feel that way, but. It was cold. <laughs> but you know what? Just step down into your basement if you want to get a few degrees even colder because, yeah, it's cold down there. Now, this is a question came in. I recently had a maintenance done on my furnace, and the technician suggested relocating our stored paint cans. He says it's a safety issue with the furnace 
and also the water heater. I don't know so much about furnaces these days, if it's sealed combustion. If it's an old furnace and you've got an open uh, pilot, then a uh, couple things, it's time to replace that furnace. Uh, but number two, yeah, anything that there's an open flame, um, like a water heater, uh, if you have an open flame on a pilot for a furnace, then yes, you shouldn't be storing any types of fuels or combustibles around that, it, it, or I'm even cat litter. Uh, cat litter is really bad for um, right around furnaces where they're taking internal combustion, and what I mean by that is they're taking air from within the basement to, to burn like water heaters do. So uh, those, the cat litter actually, um, the, the ammonia is bad for the burn when you're, com- when, you're, when, you're, when you're taking it in and burning it as well as the cat litter can dirty up the flame sense rod and, and cause you some nuisance. So cat litter, paints, fuels, uh, any combustibles, um, all bad around your furnace. And it will, what do you call, the? it can give off off-gassing when it hits the flame. Yep. And people don't real, and then that can really deteriorate that heat exchange yes. if it happens. So. Well, hence, you know, um, what is it? Um, hair stylus. So, th- in the day when they, there was no not sealed combustion, so not high efficiency, whatever they would do with their hair dyes or whatever, it would rot out a heat exchanger immediately. I, I don't think furnace manufacturers warrantied heat exchangers in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have to be careful out there. Yep. You're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca, and we will be right back. Well, welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Uh, earlier this week, I got a call from a guy that says, hey, I had my air conditioner disconnected, and I want it, I want it reconnected. Uh, you know, can you do it, and how much? And my first comment was, did who, we... Who disconnected it? <laughs> take it disconnected. He said, no, I had a guy disconnected. I said, okay, did he seal the lines off? No, he didn't. Oops. I said, well, you may be better to buy a new air conditioner then spend the eight to nine hundred dollars to rehook up your present one only to find out moisture and everything got in there and caused a problem yeah so why you know why first of all why would people disconnect and want to reconnect an air conditioner? well sometimes uh it's could be they're doing some work around their area so maybe they've got a maybe they got a leak in the foundation they got to dig that up or maybe they're just doing re-landscaping things maybe they don't like where it is and it's noisy all kinds of reasons but um you really need to to have it done properly by a professional company so um how did how did that number one my question is who how did the guy recover the refrigerant if he didn't seal the lines it may not be in the machine so where did the refrigerant go did he just release it in the atmosphere because that's a big no-no um is it recovered in the air conditioner uh lots of things so and if it's r22 uh, good luck. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, uh, you just you can't. I mean, you could get it, but the cost of refrigerant is astronomical, so it's not even worth purchasing. Now, when I said eight to nine hundred dollars, he kind of gasped. I'm sure he did. You know, because I think he's thinking a couple hundred bucks. Why is it so much money? Uh, well, 
I mean, there's a lot of labor involved because you're going to have to you're going to have to run a new line set. We're going to, have to put a filter dryer in. We're going to, have to evacuate lines. We have to buy refrigerant to put in the system. Uh, the electrical, where's that going? Uh, lots of questions. I think eight or nine hundred bucks might be cheap. Yeah, and and again, if it's a twenty-year-old air conditioner, you right. might as well invest that into a new unit. Yes, um, because by the time you hook it back up, it, it it's like a fridge. You got an old fridge that's working in the basement. Yes. Now you decide you're going to move. You unplug it, move it to the new location, plug it back in, and it doesn't work. Yeah. And it's just like I'm tired. I don't want to start again. Yes. And so they, a lot of these older units just give up, give up the ghost, or problems will uh, start to occur. Yes. Yeah, quickly down the road. Yeah. So depending, you know, if it's over 15 years old, I would not be rehooking it up. Yeah. I was at a customer's earlier this week, and they, it was moving an air conditioner. But first thing I do is I look at to see if it's worth moving, and it was eight years old. And I said, yes, it's worth moving. Yeah. So it's got life left in it. Um, so we're moving it from one side of the house to the other. Uh, one of the benefit was was the electrical was going to be shorter, so that was a good thing. I don't have to worry about running a new line, and then I'm just running a new line set. So, but that still, um, we still it still takes half a day to to do that. Cause right. It's, it's not an hour's job no. because you've got to pump it down, make sure you get everything out of the line, then recharge it, then test it, yeah. you know, and you're, you're running brand new copper for that line. Yes. Both uh, for the, and you could be running new electrical. It could be this, but in this case, we got lucky because the electrical is running right by the new location. So, yeah. yes. Oh. So they'll like you? for the first time in a long time the install team will say well look at steve was helping us out he was thinking this time instead of just going in and just selling something without giving it much thought which i try not to do now i was you know on the game putting that water heater in by myself right yes yes i was when i looked at the venting i went "Ooh, i wonder if the sales guys looked at where this venting's going it's true because we're supposed to see everything and you can't always see everything but We do our best to, to figure that out when we're in a home. But it was definitely um, it was going to be a challenge. But I had to leave before they oh, did before the before the challenge. I thought you installed the whole thing by yourself. <laughs> well, I would have if I had tools. I see, yes. But again, yeah. I just came there. So I did all the pre-work. Oh, did you? Okay. And then left Josh and Brandon to do the rest of the work when they arrived. That's good. Um, now, with... Uh, as we start to see that, I'll talk that green machine, the keep old, keep right square box. Yes. The units are getting a little bigger. Yes. So, yeah, that was a, so those are smaller rectangular units. But then now when I explained to the customer, this thing's going to look different. It's going to be more like a cube and more upright, but it's going to be a, a bigger physical presence. So um, they were aware of that. But it's in that area where they don't really see it anyways. But you know, hence the importance of maintaining it, keeping it clean, and then you'll have longevity if you try to do that. And then a lot of cases are quieter. Yes. Well, yeah. And um, in their case, you know, the machine noise isn't really an issue for them, but I mean, it's still in your backyard and you can still, you can still hear an air conditioner when it turns on, but these new units are are very quiet. So uh, that's a good thing. Now, the or what I call side discharge units. Are they quieter? Yeah, the side discharge units are really, really quiet. So um, just the way they're designed. Um, 
so just instead of blowing instead of the fan being on the top and the air coming off the top the side discharge units uh, the fans on the side and it blows air out towards you so um, those units are really really quiet and that and that's what the heat pumps like yes the heat pumps are like those and so you'd be familiar looking at those when you look at a new subdivision these days you'll see a lot of side discharge units uh, that seems to be the way things are going uh, whether they're putting ductless technology in those homes i have no idea I've never been in one but you see a lot of side discharge units these days they're smaller so they don't take us up as much room in between houses as they're trying to cram homes together and we were on you know i think there was two calls this week all about heat pumps again and the hybrid heat pump as well as the all-electric heat pump yeah and lots going on with heat pumps um lots of people are interested in that so uh they are certainly um they are certainly very popular and gaining in popularity as people realize that there are rebates available and uh, heat pumps are certainly an option to consider when you're looking at upgrading your system yeah and it and you know we've dealt with heat pumps since you know like 78 or early 70s and even Dean said to me you know you were kind of ahead of this heat pump curve and I said well I've been here before yes you know I've seen it coming and all the signs were the same and, yes and sure enough now the heat pumps and rebates and now they're trying to get the government to put rebates on the right heat pumps instead of just the high-end heat pumps. right so they're doing some work with that which is a good idea yeah and it's up to now i think five thousand dollars yes five thousand but you have to replace furnace and heat pump well it needs to be a combined system so they're not you know i mean th there's different situations going on but you really need to you really need to talk to us or talk to uh, a company like um, Amerispec like they're uh, an auditing company for the government you know they do those uh, they do those home assessments energy efficiency assessments they're well versed on all that stuff as well so uh, and you can even go on the, some government sites to look at information as well so you know do do your homework do, yes you know again we always say don't do a panic buy you know we want you to be able to so right now perfect time to buy a furnace you know, great you, time to buy a furnace you yes. got the time to think about it and uh and, and look consider, it over and consider options for heat pumps right yeah it's instead of you know it's january i got no heat and i need a furnace and everybody now you're living with it for 20 years yes so yeah and we'll start talking about, you know, getting it, putting your air conditioner cover on pretty soon, Steve. Oh, my goodness. That's not happening for months, but <laughs> yes. Okay. You know, get it washed. No, no. You got to no. wash it, get okay. it dried. Not talking about it. You know, make sure it's ready to go. Yeah, we're not, ta we're not talking about that yet. You know, yeah. That's... Great. You, you <laughs> plan for that. That's fine. I'm not... Yeah. I'm going to wait. You know, I power wash my... I'm gonna riding lumber. I'm gonna wait till say a snowflake before I worry about my air conditioning cover. It's too late. Then. Well, it's too late. I'll be late. <laughs> snowflakes. Yeah. Snowflakes. Well, we are not on the radio. You can reach us at two two six four nine nine three seven five two or always online at peterinch.ca. To listen to this show or any of our shows, you can go to peterinch.ca and hit our podcast button at the top of the homepage. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. Buy from inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.